<laughs> Can we just talk about awkwardness? That's what, that's what we're going to talk about today. So, so excited. I'm awkward right now. I know. <laughs> Yeah, you just shifted in your chair really weird. Like, okay. I don't change that. Okay. I actually have to tell you about a... Can I tell you something that happened this morning that was funny? Uh-huh. It snowed today. Did you see? Yes. Like we haven't had snow like the, whole, like the whole time. Like I felt like maybe it doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I have a 10-year-old that's crazy about snow. You have a six-year-old probably that's crazy about snow, right? Yeah. She just stared mesmerized out the window. So right. pumped. Right. Yeah. So I woke up first, made a cup of tea. And uh, packed her lunch and sat on the couch. I was on my phone. Leah comes down, says good morning, gives me a kiss, walks away and goes, Mom, it's snowing. Of course. I said, it is? She goes, yeah. She goes, you you came down here ahead of me and you didn't notice? And I'm like, I... I didn't notice. So she used her awesome sarcasm. She goes, young people these days. She goes. <laughs> nice. Good one, Leah. She goes, being all focused on your phone, because that's what I was on. You didn't You didn't even <laughs> notice the beauty of the outside. And I just thought, Leah. Leah, that was fire. Okay. Um, I have. <laughs> that was great. That was not awkward. She nailed no, it. she nailed it. I got awkward. I experienced an actually <laughs> awkward one this morning where Lucy, who, well, she's seven now. Get it right. Not six oh, and a oh half. Oh my God, she'd be so offended. Oh right yeah, because when it was like six, she's like, yeah. um, six, six and a and half. half. Yeah, so sorry. Seven now, and um, <laughs> excuse me. She she said just out of nowhere. I love, I don't know. I love how kids will say something out of nowhere because it's mm-hmm. in their out head. of nowhere. Yep. And we filter ourselves too much. We like do. they just unfiltered. And she goes, man. She was like, Dad, wouldn't it be crazy to be a groundhog? You just like have to sleep all through winter and all the way till spring. I would just be like, man, can I watch my videos yet? And she's like, she's like. And, then, and as a parent, wait, wait, what's your reply there? I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I, I haven't actually thought about being a groundhog. But- it, yeah, it was almost like <laughs> awkward in a in a good way because yeah. it's like there's a lot of good thoughts and then she's like yeah man is it time for videos yet like yeah. that was that was her concern <laughs> not being asleep for four months because uh, to a kid that's so boring yeah you know i think i would like being asleep for four months <laughs> oh my gosh i would not <laughs> i know you would not uh, sometimes sometimes i wake up actually this is a joke in our family that sometimes i wake up in the morning i look at my bed and i turn around to my pillow and i'll say I'll see you later. (laughs) That is a a funny dynamic in couples. It comes when you. And I'm not talking to Adam. I'm talking to the pillow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, this is one of the tips to not be awkward in conversation. Like as soon as you bring something up that you think it's like, oh, I'm weird. I'm the weird one. Yeah. No, no, no. Other people have that too. They're just not saying it. And when you bring this one up about like in a relationship who likes sleep and who doesn't like. Yeah. Everyone's got a a story. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. I'm so mad at them because they're like, <laughs> nothing is more exciting to them than going than bedtime. But Which to me, so I'm like, horrible. I hate bedtime because it's like <laughs> You're wasting ending the your day. Life. And, you know, this uh. came up the other day and it was funny. Yeah. No, I want to be very clear that I do not think it is the most exciting thing in the world what? to go to bed. I just. <laughs> you're still there. I thought you were transitioning to the topic. <laughs> I just want to be very clear. That would make me the dullest person on earth. I just. This is everyone. You just got a picture into when Steve and Sunday travel somewhere together. Like a topic to me is like totally done. And now it's time to sit there and just be quiet. Sunday's got like 10 more minutes on it. 
It's so true. Sorry. I think we get the gist. I think we get the gist. It's just one of my happy favorite things. (laughs) (laughs) And exciting isn't the word I would use. It's just like, yeah, you know? (laughs) No, I do get it. Because like if I'm sick, have a bad cold, then I feel that way. Like I can't wait to get in bed. Oh, so only when you're sick. Yeah, but that helps me empathize and understand. Oh, with the people like me? (laughs) With all the lame people who don't have anything to do. God. It's not the most exciting, the, but where would you rank it? Is it like third maybe, to maybe, four? Maybe number three. Maybe number three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that's sad. Funny. All right. So listen, I I was just wanting to do a shout out for one of our uh, um one of our members actually. Um, uh, was working with this. It was actually interesting because we have this one person named Kathy who's been like listening to our podcast like crazy. Uh-huh. It's so exciting. I'm like, oh, someone listens. Yeah. And like in our coaching session, like quoted like three or four things that we said. It's like <laughs> boom, quotable. boom, boom. Yeah. I know. And there were things you said too. I want to make it very clear. No, that happened. It, to me. Did yeah, I tell yeah. you? I was in the hall at one of our one of our clients. I was at the company on site. In the hall, someone shouted out a quote from our oh, podcast. Right. What was it? What was it? It was. I remember <laughs> like, it, but shouted I shouted it out down the hall, and I was like, like "What is stitches in the dishes? Like, is it the?" Nin- and he was like, "Oh, I'm a." I'm a fan. I listen. I was like, oh, no, like, run. <laughs> that's great. No, it is fun it because, is fun. yeah, we don't, this isn't like the biggest podcast in the world. No. So it's fun to be like, Darn oh, it. yeah. Right. Yeah. So listening to several of our last, last months, actually, mm-hmm. and we were talking about does your, the one that was like, does your life align with the career, your life and career, something like that. Yeah. And one of the things that we recommended was that if you don't know to do your values assessment. And that person did it. Someone listened. Yeah. It's usually what I do at dinner parties. As soon as everyone sits down, I'm like, take a look at your core values worksheet in front of you. Well, she did it. And it was the guide to help her answer that question. Yeah. It's cool. Because this stuff works. That's that's why we do this for a living. It does work. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's cool. Shout out to Kathy. Yes. Yes, Kathy. um, Because that is... uh, those types of exercises are hard sometimes to do by yourself because it's just like, when do you make the time? And sometimes yeah. you get stuck in your own head. So mm-hmm. nice work. Yeah, it was good. So today we're, we got we get a lot of questions from our listeners, not our callers, uh, who ask us questions. But the topic of how to avoid kind of awkward conversations mm-hmm. comes up in coaching and also comes up from a lot of our... More than you might think. Yes, it really does. Because when I talk about stepping into having a curious conversation with people, people are like, uh-huh, uh, yeah. Sounds great in theory, but they have all these narratives in their head as to how it could be incredibly awkward. Well, yeah, it's what I always gripe about that, you know, I went to engineering school and, you know, all the people I went to school with, it's like, well, engineers, you got a lot of socially awkward people. We took, you know, calculus 83, but we never learned like how to have (laughs) a productive conversation with someone, how Mm -hmm. to lead a meeting, Mm -hmm. how to like talk to someone at work and that's an extreme scenario, mm-hmm. but there's people all uh, all across the board who yeah. just maybe they're more introverted and it's kind of like there's a social anxiety with oh, so much. these conversations or sometimes... Especially if they've been introduced by someone else. So it's like they're walking really into a little bit of an unknown. Mm-hmm. Or just sometimes meetings in the course of regular work. Yeah. It's like... Um, you feel awkward and then you make so then you make it, it awkward right sometimes or, or you feel like you're making it awkward and you aren't so there's a yeah. disconnect there yeah. too sometimes in our brain which is why sometimes it's good to have a good friend <laughs> and just say 
Can I ask you like your yeah. impressions of how I came across well, why there? Do pe- why do people ask? Like, what are they hoping for to instead? Get, for just to not to, to have a good, smooth, easy connection where they uh-huh. walk away with what they wanted to walk away with. And I think that's so interesting. That's actually my first oh, okay. comment there. So thank you very much. Is like the best place to start is to think about identifying what you think awkward is like, because everyone has a different fear of awkwardness Mm -hmm. that comes up. And I think, you know, just like when I talk about people who have fears of networking in general, and I say, what's your barrier? Remember, Mm -hmm. is it rejection? Is it Mm -hmm. I'm shy? Like, if you know the barrier, then you can coach around it. So what is it that makes it awkward for you? And some people can identify it. Some Mm -hmm. people are like, literally just the unknown makes it awkward for me. I can't even identify it. Mm -hmm. But Try to think about first that side. So I know that definitely some people say to me, well, uh, worst case scenario is in my head is that we have nothing. They always go so extreme to we have nothing to talk about. (laughs) So that's one. Do you get that one? Or I ask a dumb question Mm -hmm. or they ask me a question and I don't know the answer. Or I feel awkward silence and I'm one of those people who fills in the gaps. And so then I just start rambling. Or ah, people tell me I don't say very much. Yeah. Yeah, this is also an area where personality assessments can be really helpful and and enlightening because it gives some clues to maybe why, (laughs) maybe Mm -hmm. why you struggle with that aspect of it or are Mm -hmm. fearful of that aspect. Yeah. Because you look at someone like us where, okay, we're both pretty good conversationally and comfortable in that setting. But actually, I I won't speak for you, but I have a fear of um, there's going to be too much silence. Yeah, that's a big and one for a lot of people. I've had a number of people in my life or times when it came up and just kind of not not like someone calling me out, but just realizing that, no, they actually were wanted some of that gap and I was just trying it. to fill it too mm-hmm. much. Or I think one that happens for so many people is after an interaction, even just after hanging out with a good friend sometimes, you like regret all these things you said or you go back over it and you're you replay it in Uh, your head and Mm -hmm. you're like oh why did i say that or that Mm -hmm. and so ahead of time you're already like trying to protect against that Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i had somebody say to me one time i did a a networking conversation and we were both shy so you know what is awkward i think you've experienced this one before too is when you think someone's going to lead the agenda and then you get there and no one leads anything (laughs) yeah Uh so then what do you do yeah like, what do you think? Like, what do you do? I don't have an answer to that. I just start leading. So I would say <laughs> yeah. that that's actually just if if you show up and you're expecting them to lead and they're not, then just learn to lead and say, well, all right, simply learn an opening statement. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me today. I know we have about 20 minutes. Yeah. Let me just start with why I reached out to you. Yeah. Start it. Mm-hmm. Just have, you know, which means, by the way, being prepared about what you actually are connecting for. Interesting, Steve. I was, you know how me, whenever I get questions and I always do a little bit of research, mm-hmm. I kind of, and then I get lost in the research. I'm like, guess what? I saw some answer that I completely disagreed with, which, by the way, I'm sure people listen to us and disagree too. So it's just advice, right? Yeah. One of the things I saw was to help people with, lessening the awkwardness of a networking conversation was don't prepare. It was don't prepare. And I think that they were leading with don't rehearse, don't Mm -hmm. become like a robot, don't. But it, I actually am the opposite, you know, where I'm actually, if you actually prepare, it's actually one of my number one tips is prepare. Yeah. Um, Then the awkwardness lessens because you have a few things to anchor to. Yeah. No, I can understand what they're saying. 
and I, I do think you're right. It comes back to like what preparation means for mm, you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like to me, one of my, speaking of core values, one of my core's core values is authenticity. Yeah. And I can sniff from a thousand miles away when someone's being fake yeah. and it turns me off completely. I'm checked. I am done. Yep. If I sense any <laughs> inauthenticity you in you. And so yeah. I'm like, I, therefore, I'm always trying to avoid that. So if I prep too much, it's right. going to feel rehearsed. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I don't like preparation. Mm-hmm. I want to be just in the moment and real. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't mean I don't prep at all. I'm I, still going to think about like, what what do I want to get out of this? Like, how do I maybe want to open it? Or what are yeah. some things I want to make sure we say? But for me, they'd be like bullet points versus scripted things. Yep. Other people are going to have totally different values and approaches. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like what is the... um. What does the preparation actually Mm -hmm. look like to you? Yeah, absolutely. That's like me showing up to a presentation, though, also and being like, I want to come across authentic so I don't do any preparation. Mm -hmm. So I do think that the goal is prepare, then be present Mm -hmm. so that you do have thoughts in your head. So you're not just a complete blank slate. But honestly, I just now I want to sit down, let go and just connect with you, Steve. I want to like have a conversation with you. But yeah, it's um, very obvious when someone hasn't prepared at all. Yeah, that like we bothers me too. We were talking about a meeting we had <laughs> at Greenhouse recently with some people outside of Greenhouse where they clearly didn't prepare. Yeah. It was absolutely 100% like their meeting to prepare. It was definitely the silence at the beginning. So I jumped in. Now I'm leading. Yeah. So now they're kind of looking to me to lead, but it's their meeting. Yeah. And the whole thing just felt so awkward because there wasn't any forethought Mm, i did not expect them to be have some polished presentation mm -hmm. but there was just no thought about like Mm -hmm. what are the different topics we need to discuss yeah (laughs) yeah they didn't even even like in the moment magically pull some out it's just kind of sat there yeah yeah that's awkward (laughs) the one i have one another point here that i would like to talk about here which is um you know this is like one of my very Sunday. There's some Sundayisms that are just huge, but whenever I find that I'm stuck, I just like you did on your LinkedIn talk, like to flip the user experience, like just flip it from the other side. So mm-hmm. if you are preparing to go into any kind of cup of coffee or a conversation with someone, think about what do I appreciate mm-hmm. and not appreciate when I am connecting with a human being. Yeah, it's good to go there. Yeah. So like list the things that you, and then try to mimic them a little bit like well i'll tell you one thing i don't appreciate um just because it might resonate with one of our listeners it's just what you said too i don't like it when someone just says well i just wanted to catch up yeah i am so busy like catching up make that very clear if we're getting together just to catch up but what i find is that when people say that they just want to catch up that they're usually actually not wanting to catch up that there's actually something else so now we've spent 20 minutes catching up and then they slam this one question at me yeah when i think it's better to say well we haven't seen each other in a while i'd love to catch up a little bit but i also am in transition and i have a few questions for you relative to what you do but first of all how are you this comes up all the time with business owners and entrepreneurs because especially people in our, our realm of like creatives and coaches and stuff, um, just ugh, cringe at like anything salesy or pushy. Yep. And mm. so they completely shy away from, but they do oh, have an agenda. Uh, yes. They need to get great, something yeah. done. Yeah. And I always just say, just you're making it way too complicated. Just simply yeah. say at the beginning, 
or, you know, or ahead of time, like want to catch up. And also I want to talk about this. Yes. Just say it. Yeah. Everyone's fine it. with that. Then it's, I know what the expectations yeah, are. It's and it only takes... weird when you don't say it and then you try to bring it in. Yeah. Everyone can it sense that. It starts awkward. So, so what do you do with, um, one of the th- situations I feel awkward in is, uh, okay, if there's not much to say or don't know where it's going, I do try to ask a question. But then sometimes like people give one word answers and then it's like, oh gosh, I know. Okay. All right. Now what? Like, do you have mm-hmm. any tips for that? I do my very best to be comfortable with a pause because sometimes people have more than one thing to say, mm-hmm. but their first response is one word. Yeah. So I tend to, you know, one of my other magic things is if they give me a one sentence statement is to lean into, tell me more. Tell me more. And I guess on the other side of it, maybe how we can be less awkward is, when someone asks us a question, don't just give the one word answer, but yeah. like say a little more about it say a little more. or, you know, share the story or share like why. Yeah. Ask good questions. How so? Specifically, when did that happen? Or what are you thinking about that? It's like learn to, to give, because if you layer another question for them, usually it starts to, it will build trust because yeah. now you're showing actual genuine curiosity into my life. Yeah. So it makes me maybe say more than one word if I tend to lean on the side of saying less. Yeah. So that's one. That's that really good. helps. That's helpful to hear because you got me thinking about when I've done that, it was good. But I think on the surface, it can feel cheesy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I shouldn't say that. That's cheesy. Yep. <laughs> it's not. This is probably one of my biggest and important ones, too. You don't know how the meeting is going to go. So definitely have a hard, have a timestamp. I have about 20 minutes. Now, listen. I can give you the gift of 40 if I want to, <laughs> but I like to be in charge of that if I, if I, if I can, mm-hmm. like, so I'm really excited to talk with you today. Um, I have about 20 minutes, so let's just jump in. Now, if I said that ahead of time and it's a little bit of an awkward conversation, the good news is it's over in 20 minutes Yeah, and you said it, it's yeah. not like you're abruptly stopping. Uh-huh. You get it. The, on the flip side, if our chemistry is great and the energy is good and I'm loving and I don't exactly have to go, I still will say something like, okay, so if I'm the one who called it, I might say, or I'm the one that called the 20 minutes. You know, I, I said I had 20 minutes, but I'm loving where this conversation's going. So let's go for 10 more. Mm-hmm. Like I call it. Yeah. But on the other side, oh, this one, you know, I've heard, you've heard this one for me. So if you're the one who reached out to me and you're wanting to pick my brain about all things coaching or how my career went this way and this symmetry and chemistry is good. And I said, we only have 30 minutes. Don't assume that because the chemistry is good, that I'm good going another 15. Yeah. I really appreciate it when someone says, you said you only had 30. Mm -hmm. It makes me show their respect for my like life and my time. Yeah. And I really, I love where the conversation is going, but I really want to make sure that I ended here and then let me give you the gift of 10 more minutes instead of assuming it because then, because the other thing that people say is really awkward is what ending. How many times do we get this one on how do I end something? Yep. People are so awkward about the ending. That can be the, just the killer. It's like, well, I'm afraid I'm hurting their feelings if I end it. Yes. If I like (laughs) have to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So learn good endings. And it is a learned behavior. Do you agree? Yep. You just kind of shift your body a little bit or lean in and just say, well, I just want to thank you again for the time. It was great to talk to you. And, you know, let me know if there's anything you need. Just a closing. Let me know if there's anything you need or I'll be in touch in two weeks or just give them a boom. Yeah. Just end it and then stand up and shake their hand instead of this weirdness. weirdness. (laughs) And then when they're a person that just kind of Adds another paragraph yeah. and another story. <laughs> like, you just slowly creep away. 
until you're out the door. <laughs> As we inch, 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 inch away. So if I was to summarize the last three, if I was to summarize it in like three really good, simple tips here, um, the prepared piece that I tell people to prepare is prepare good questions. Just know what you want to ask, two or three, so that if you can get to them, well, that's actually the point is you want to get to them. Mm -hmm. That you actually do a little preparation on how you describe yourself, always just a little bit, because people always ask a little bit about, tell me about yourself or tell me what you're doing. Don't let that be like a half, you know, yeah. a half <laughs> beep, you know. <laughs> Answer there. And also, no. <laughs> you censored yourself. <laughs> oh, man. You're so respectful. It's so bad because we all know what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> um, but there could be children in the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Don't you love it on the radio when they'll say, uh, hey, we're about to talk about something. And uh, if, if children are in the backseat, you might want to change the channel. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Mm hmm. Know what you're looking for. We talked about that. Be clear about that. And also, this is my final point here. It's less about the awkwardness and more about the likability factor is listen for opportunities to give back. So I know that I want to learn something about coaching or I want to learn about your journey. But as you're listening to me, listen for opportunities. Like, you know, actually, you mentioned that it could be something as small as like you mentioned your windshield wiper is broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, you get it. Like the place I got mine done. It's like, you just listen yeah. to be a giver back because I think people love givers and not takers. Yeah. It feels great to have someone ask you a question. And I think, I don't know, it's like a weird quirk of our culture. It feels like I always have to have like a, a story that's bigger and better or like uh, a, a thing to add from my life. Yeah. And it's like, actually, huh. you'd probably better, you'd probably appreciate more just like me asking a question that's curious about yeah, you. That's, that's a great example of another way of giving back. Yeah. And if I, I'm just going to end with exactly what I said before, but the bottom line is if you are, um, have any level of anxiousness or awkwardness, it would be that to do the preparation, but then to just get present. And that's really what I would focus on. Yeah. Well, like you said, a lot of people do bring this topic to coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the reasons I love coaching, it's some of this like yeah, this is just like a stuck place in my everyday life. And if you go to our website, um, it's at the bottom of the membership page. You can actually click to grab a coaching session on this topic or yep. on any topic, on but any this topic. would be a good one. And um, also in the show notes, we'll link the career transition planner, which is our new favorite tool. It's kind of a list of some of the questions we help people work through in coaching when they're just starting to wrap their head around do I want to make a change? A, ch a change. I like a change. A change. <laughs> a change or a shift or a change. <laughs> if you want to make a change and you're not sure like where to start or you're trying to think through it. Or a shift. Or a shift. I don't want that one. <laughs> then this is like, this is a good guide and it's just a free freebie. You can download it and then um, the email will explain how to use it. Mm -hmm.